Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recording live from the Gin A Studios. I uh, just had an amazing display of resiliency. Uh, hop in the old studio. Uh, I was literally, I had the opening song going. I don't even know what the song was now. Hmm. Well, I had a different song going, and I was getting the opener going. And as I'm cruising, I look out my rearview mirror, and just something flies off my roof. And I'm like, oh, boy. What did I do this time? Uh, turns out I left my lunch on the roof, um, which, not a good idea. Take the notepad out, little tip. Don't leave stuff on your car roof. It probably won't be there if you start driving 50 miles an hour. Uh, so pull over and, uh, it's, we're still in town in Huntington. So, uh, but it's like a main road. It's, it's three lanes on each side. Uh, be like going down main street Reading, and your lunch falls off your roof. And, uh, my God, man. So I go over and the container is sitting straight up, but the lid is off. So that means it must've flown off my roof, hit the ground, the lid popped off, and all while doing so, the container landed straight up. Um, So the food's still good, nothing like a little roadkill. And then I found the lid, and the lid landed right on uh, a white lane line. So unless you're driving like an a-hole, nobody nobody drove it over it. Um, So lunch is still intact. Uh, and I know you're all curious. Got a little grilled chicken. Uh, and with it, we have some uh, grilled bell peppers. Uh, cooked it, you know, three, four days ago, so it's been marinating. Um, definitely, it's it's time to eat now. Uh, there's a little hole in the container, so we just got to eat it all today. That's it. Um, so, unfortunately, I don't think the container is going to make it. It was a great, great container. Um, anybody with good Tupperware, not even like good Tupperware, but reliable Tupperware, you know, um, there's just a couple, like that shit becomes more valuable than like your jewelry. Cause it's like, well, you know, I lose, lose my gold watch. I'll go out and buy another gold watch. Like there's certain items like Tupperware where you're like, I got this at like a rogue CVS like three years ago. And I'll never be able to find this exact piece. And it's just... So, that kind of sick. But, is what it is. The lunch survived. Um, we'll be getting that protein. Getting those vitamins in. Staying healthy. Uh, speaking of that, a little update on the April Activity Challenge. For those of you non-hardcore listeners, uh, we are in the middle of an Activity Challenge. Uh, right now with me and easy, we are in a dead heat, uh, loser has to clean the bathroom and, uh, uh, clean and re redo, uh, the other person's bike, uh, as in, you know, lube the chain, uh, sponge it down. It's about it. I don't think we know how to do anything else. Um, and the Miser is jumping out to a tremendous lead. He's up 10 points on me. Um, that's the four-way bet where 
uh, two people are going to have to dress as the losers, as uh, the winners want them to dress. So we're a little halfway through the month. Um, I'm not feeling good. I'm not going to lie. Because uh, I kind of had the month mapped out where last weekend was supposed to be my big weekend. Because um, the weekends are obviously the hardest part of the challenge is keeping everything together, not you know, eating like a, a scumbag, not drinking too much and still working out. So last weekend I had very little on the docket and I was like, all right, I'm just going to like eat clean and, and get some exercise in. Nah. Um, Friday I'm in a meeting, it's a stand up meeting and everybody's like going over their stuff and it's just like the most boring, painstaking meeting ever. Like guys, we talked about this yesterday. Nothing has fucking changed. Like, let's go. I don't care. Um, and all of a sudden this heat flash hits over me and I just become like extremely nauseous. And the night before I like nothing crazy. I just stayed in and no drinking and worked out and ate normal, like nothing, out of, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, I think I had food poisoning because I all of a sudden this heat flash hits over me and I'm like, I'm going to puke. And these people are just talking about the same stuff over and over again, being mad slow. And I'm standing there like just buckets of sweat pouring off of my face. Finally, I make it through the meeting, puke everywhere. Um, so I was sick all weekend. And so I had zero strength. So I did zero activity. Um, kind of ate like crap and uh, put up a couple zeros. So I went from having like a huge pull ahead weekend to big old zero weekend. Um, so I got to make up ground there, but now I'm going to Big Bear for a wedding this weekend. Uh, and let's be real, I'm not trying to keep it tight at the wedding. So yeah, I'm basically screwed. Um, so April activity challenge is over. Um, glad I participated. Not so happy about losing, but throwing in the towel. Um, what else do we have? Ooh, do we love going stag to a wedding? So I have some experience doing this. Um, maybe a little too much experience. So I think I'm qualified to broach the subject hmm do we love going stag to a wedding well it's not preferable I will say that it is definitely preferred to have a date um, but I also see the benefits to it and uh, you the, the key is, is are you going to have a good time? You got to go on with that mindset. Am, am I going to like be weird and sit at my table with all the mutants from table nine? Or am I going to rip it up? And it's easier said than done because everyone's like, oh, doctor, of course, rip it up. Like easier said than done. You don't have that, that backing. Um, and it also kind of depends 
how well you know, not so much the bride and groom, but the group of people there. I think that's really more of a determining factor than your date situation. Um, Because if it's like a friend from home and you know 90% of the people at the wedding, or at least on his side, then it's like, all right, like, we're going to have a great time. I'm going to see like 50 people I haven't seen in forever. Doesn't really matter. Um, This situation is going to be a little different. Straight up going stag... And I know, I think I know two people outside of the bride and groom. And of course, like, you don't really get to see the bride and groom, especially me. I'm like low on the totem pole. I'm probably like, like if there's like 150 guests, I was like invite probably like 149. Um, But that's also like, that's what's huge about having, I would, I mean, I've never planned a wedding, but I think having a stag guy in your back pocket, having a couple utility men, that's big time. All of a sudden, you know, Grammy is mad at your aunt. You stick the stag guy at that table, and then you switch over the aunt. Um, so, not to get ahead of myself, but I'm kind of a Swiss Army knife when it comes to placing somebody at a table. So, I think I'm, maybe it's not ideal to go as a stag person, but I think in terms of planning purposes, it uh, definitely helps. Definitely, uh, you know, it's... A, you're a good, you're a good weapon to have. So, hmm. It also depends on the music, I guess. Like, like if the DJ is just like throwing out slow song after slow song, that is a stag's worst nightmare. We are enemies. Um, now, if we got a little up tempo. Little little John playing, yeah. Okay, now we're talking. So, a lot of factors, a lot of factors. It's not just a clear cut yes or no. Um, so yeah, it depends on who you, you know. Um. So yeah, so I guess if you don't know anybody, it's kind of like there, there's only two directions to go. Like you're basically like you become a wallflower. Um, Everyone's like, oh, he must have, like, done the drama program or was in band in high school because he doesn't want to talk to anybody. Or you're just like, I don't know anybody here. Like, it is time to letteth they rip. Letite rip, as they say in France. Let it rip, as they say in America. Once again, in France, letite rip. So, and that's, you know, it's all mindset. all depends on how things go the night before. You got the rehearsal dinner. Do you meet a couple people where you establish common ground and you're just like, hey, make sure you're clapping tomorrow when I'm doing the worm. So, you know, a lot of factors go into it. Um, I would say, like I said, it's not preferred, but I have a pretty good time. Um, So, yeah. Do we love going stag? Yes. Latit rip oil came in last week um it's great uh if you don't have beard oil get it don't even care if you don't have a beard just get it makes you feel better got a a beard comb too i'll tell you one thing there's something about having been bald for the past five years finally getting a comb makes me feel human again like welcome back to the world oh here we go 
Do we love skinny margaritas? This is a huge issue. People talking about figuring out the budget. Should we build a wall? Are we going to war with Russia? We need to figure out skinny margaritas. This is a problem. So, skinny margaritas get a bad rap. I'm going to say that right now. I'm going to get I, I want to get in front of this. I love skinny margaritas. They are a million times better than a regular margarita. I don't like frozen margaritas. I'm sorry. Um, I don't dislike them, but I'm not a five-year-old. Like, I don't want a slushy drink. Like, I want, you know, some club soda and some Grand Marier and some tequila. Just, like, give me booze in a non-sugary mixer. That's all I want. Vodka soda, whiskey neat, you know, maybe a Manhattan. I like, I want the booze straight with a, or either not straight, but like on the rocks with like a mixer that's not going to alter the flavor too much. I like tasting the actual alcohol. This could be like my first step in AA when we look back on it now that I think about it. But I hope you understand. I like tasting. So for those unfamiliar, and I'm not too familiar with it either, so bear with me here. A skinny margarita, basically, it takes out, like, the simple syrup and, like, a lot of, like, the sugary mixtures. So it's, basically, it just strips it down. So it's tequila, um, I think it's tequila, maybe club soda, uh, lime, and then, uh, I think, I want, I want to say Grand Marnier or, or something like that. A, a simple mixer. Um, and it takes out like I said, a lot of the sugar. So, but when you order it, you feel like such a bitch, you know? Like, oh, like, oh, what's everybody getting? Like, oh, we're gonna do a round of marks. Like, oh, make mine a skinny. Like, listen, the skinny is more manly than the regular one. Don't look at me like that. Do not look at me like that. I'm basically having straight tequila. That is way more manly than getting a basically a frappuccino with some tequila in it. So the skinny margarita needs a new name. I've been racking my brains. I have no idea what it should be called. Anybody who has an idea, please write in. We are changing the name of the skinny margarita. It is misleading. It is unfair. Um, it's, it's shameful. It shames the manliness of the beverage. It should be the manly margarita. I will have a manly margarita. Done. Wow. So, do we love manly margaritas is the real question. Answer, yes. Let's get a little something. Let's get a little something to send us out on. Oh yeah, under the bridge, red hot chili peppers, get it. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner as the lyrics and we were talking about going to a wedding stag. Wow, universe. How about universe looking out for us? 
do Lonely as I am Together we climb I drive on the streets Cause she's my companion I walk through the hills Cause she knows who I am She sees my good deeds Thank you.